friends in a movie. Two 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 friends in a movie. Big Man and Sixto. With Sixto and Nat. Big Man and Sixto. With Sixto and Nat. Hello, everybody. It seems like since we're together in person, the need to yell to the computer seems less. (laughs) Even though you're listening it to the same way, it does seem less to me. It is less. It is less. Now we sound like the, I've said this before, we sound like the ladies from from that SNL sketch. The sweaty balls, ladies. Sweaty balls. Like we're talking right into the microphone. Sweaty balls. Hey, man. Hello. Hey. Welcome to Two Friends in a Movie, the podcast where Matt Lamatina and I uh, sit down. I invite him over. He sits down. I'm sitting. I'm sitting right now. And then we talk about. I'm, uh, on, a, I'm on a horse. I'm not going to stand the whole time. <laughs> or a cow. Or a tiger. Or a cat. No, not a cat. No. Tigers sit down. Yeah, cats cats do all kinds of shit. And I'd rather be a horse than a cow. Yeah. But they all stand, right? Yeah, but I probably... A, a horse looks better. A horse is a sexy animal. A cow, no one's like, oh, yeah, I want to bang that cow. It doesn't happen. Hey, you, you shouldn't say that. <laughs> Why? Somebody out there want to bang a cow. They might, but they're a fucking weirdo. Yeah, but... Maybe they've never seen a horse. Maybe they never seen a, a on sexy cow. Listen, if you if you like cows, go check out some horses. <laughs> you'll be you'll be, you'll blow your mind. You be it it will throw you off. How sexy! <laughs> it just it, there's no there's just just go look. I can't even my words won't do it justice. In any case, this is two friends in a movie. Two friends. <laughs> <laughs> and the movies where Maddie and I sit down and talk about movies and what a movie we have for you today. But yeah, before yeah, we go into today's movie. Yeah, that you don't know what it is yet because it's not in the title or on the picture. Right, you don't know. We need to backtrack. Let's backtrack. To mid-March. Okay. When we once again nailed the best picture for the Oscar ceremony. Yo. Four, 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 five, four, six. With all those numbers. Mm-hmm. Yo. Five out of six. And the one year we missed, we were very close. So we, we picked the number two in the year we missed, but also... Because I, for some awkward reason that I cannot answer for you, answer. Ha- have been listening to a lot of our old podcasts. Because they're amazing. I was trying to look for something that I, that I and I never found it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great story. But what I do know is that the year that we picked the movie, that we didn't pick the movie that won, we both went against our instinct. Yeah, because fuck Belfast. What, like I said with the with the banshees of Hiroshima, <laughs> you know that shit don't fly, and that did terrible on Oscar nights. It did terrible. 
the way it should have been. And they and, put they put those two guys, Colin Farrell and the other guy, they're like right in the front row, and everyone had to keep walking by. I'm like, ah, this is for me. And they, they just kept throwing up in there. Now, you didn't get shit, but we did. Yeah, Brendan Fraser all the way there in the back had to climb over all those people. Like Colin Farrell's <laughs> just sitting right there in the front. Yo, by the way, I try to pick Brendan Fraser. You talk me out of it. I'm pissed at you. Listen. And then I try to take pick Jimmy Lee Curtis for Best Supporting Actress. And then you made me miss it, so I'm pissed at you. Listen, I didn't make you do shit. Yes, you, you did. You have your own mind. No, but and you And my could... thoughts were overwhelming and convinced you otherwise. But if you Just went... because you're simple-minded and my opinion just if you overdoes made... your opinion. The point is that if you made two... Two what? If you picked two sheets... Two sheets. So that you could do your Oscar pool. Yes. And then you did my sheet and then Matt's sheet. You won with my sheet. Well, your sheet matches my sheet because you by the end of the show you agreed. In any case, welcome, uh, welcome to this fucking this. Fuck you. We're done with this. <laughs> the, the, the the thing is that I'm never again listening to you when you say something sucks. Listen. Ever again. Something sucks, <laughs> and you'll listen. <laughs> Never again. But moving on to today's movie. <laughs> if, you, if you notice some tension in the way we're talking, we've had we we had a trial of something here, and the audio was a little messy. <laughs> yeah, we haven't done a in-person podcast together in a while. Yeah. Uh, so we're a little rusty. We're a little rusty. But the we're, content will be there. We're also pantless, and that's making us both nervous because we haven't been pantless in front of each other in a while. Yeah. It's been a while. And it's I been hate, a while. I hate pants. Yeah. Pants are, pants are for stupid I people. think post-COVID, we should get rid of pants. Skirts for everybody? Yeah, skirts are shorts. Like, why can't I just walk around in shorts, a pair of basketball shorts? Shorts are pants. No, shorts are shorts, and pants are pants. Shorts are short pants. Yeah, shorts. Short pants. Yeah. The word pants is in it, so it's pants. It's not pants. Pants have long legs. Shorts have short little legs. In any case, we should be all wearing skirts. The movie we're going to talk about today is a movie that... That wears pants, the whole movie. The entire movie has pants. and <laughs> He always wears And I was very excited to watch, even though... Uh, it's been such a journey. It's John Wick chapter four. Number four. <laughs> Chap- the, f- the fourth one in the series. It's chapter four. Chapter four. There you go. And um, yeah, man. Uh, and that's the podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you. Good night. Um, so John Wick chapter four. Number one. No, no. That was years ago. This is number four. It's chapter four. I don't know. You just said number one. Not number one. It's number four. <laughs> Number one, this movie. If it, I, I, it, I understand this is a whole whatever. It's not a trilogy anymore. It's a quadruple G or whatever. Yeah, a, <laughs> a, a series. It's a series, and I understand that for series, you should have seen all the other ones for one to make sense. True, but if the John Wick movies have a a peculiarity. Much like Star Wars or something like that. If you haven't seen one of them, you're so fucking fucked. It's true. Uh, this one, I don't get that much opinion. Like, there's a lot of things you need to know about past John Wick to enjoy the movie fully. 
Mm-hmm. But you could have walked into this movie and enjoyed it without knowing the backstory. Enjoy it, yes, but follow, no. True. But, like, uh, I think you could have got it. Okay, well, what I what I've what I realized in this one. What'd you realize? Which I said before. I said before that this was a this was essentially violence porn. This movie's John Wick. It is, and that's basically and what it is. Like, boy, the, did I get off the plot? The plot. <laughs> the plot is just driving you to the next shootout, and that's really it's like a kung fu flick, right? It's a kung fu flick. Yeah, and that's what they all are, but. Shit! If I realize in this movie that this movie, if you put the plot on a piece of paper, it's uh, it's like it's half like, a page. It's half a page of all four movies. Like the plot of all four movies yeah. is half a page. Half a page, double space. <laughs> <laughs> this this is the plot. They killed John Wick's dog, and now everyone else has to die, and everybody has to die. Well, and I unless you also have a dog, right? I I think that I think that more importantly. I think that this, there is two John Wick stories. The first John Wick story is the is the is the first movie. True. The second John Wick story is two, three, and four. Yeah, basically, I agree with you there. And I I feel that I feel that number two needed one, but it brought in an excuse that had nothing to do with the first movie, anyways. It's just like, oh wait, there's a new guy that is an old guy that you owe a, a favor to, so now you gotta pay the favor. And he started all of the shit that happened. But that guy only comes back because John Wick, quote unquote, unretired. Yeah. Right? So John Wick four. Number four. This is the story. After three, John Wick got betrayed by Winston. Winston. <laughs> That's my 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 Ghostbusters yes. reference. Yes, and because he got betrayed by Winston, he said, "Well, I'm gonna kill fucking everybody." Not because they killed his dog. That he's past that already. Yeah, <laughs> like dog. What dog? <laughs> no, this is about being betrayed or being treated like meat by the by the table, right? And John Wick does everything he needs to do to just fucking kill everybody. The movie starts with him, kind of. Uh, by the way. Fucking spoilers. Listen, go watch John Wick 4. Yeah, I mean, spoilers, but if you're a fan of John Wick, you probably already know what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, I mean, and you kind of, if you're being following the quote-unquote story, you know what's coming. John yeah. Wick is going to kill everybody. There was no real surprises <laughs> in the movie. We'll just keep it at that. So, John Wick uh, is, is killing the heads of the table. Everyone. And... Now the table itself is like, bro, this motherfucker has to get got. So they get this French dude to destroy everything that has any connection to John Wick in any level. Mm-hmm. Even though I never saw, I never saw Common. I never saw uh, what's her name, uh, Halle Berry, come back. No. Or them fuck with her, and I wonder why. But I suppose because those are characters that are not necessarily so connected to him. They just have a passing connection like everybody else mm-hmm. does. But anyways, they destroyed the, the Continental in New York. And they're going to Japan to destroy the Continental in Japan. And guess what? John Wick is there. Oh, shit. Hi, John Wick. <laughs> and then here's one of about 4,898 
action scenes. And we're not going to go over that yeah. because we can't. He shoots everyone like three times. Like he can't just like it's not like a normal movie where like you get shot once and you're dead. No. Like he shoots him in the chest and then he shoots him like in the legs <laughs> and then he stands up and like goes over him and shoots him in the head or like shoots <laughs> him underneath his fucking chin. Like it just it just br- brings everywhere. It 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 was and yeah. It's just like at one point in the movie it almost seems pointless. Because there's just an endless stream of bad guys trying to shoot him who can't shoot him. And I know he's got the Kevlar suit and the protection. John Wick cannot get killed. But he, not even shot, like killed. Like they don't even like graze him. <laughs> In the first movie, I know that they beat his ass up because he didn't have the suit. In the second movie, he gets fucked up. He gets shot in the gut and all that. In the third movie, he gets thrown from a fucking building. He doesn't throw himself. He gets thrown. Mm-hmm. So at least he gets hurt. He does get hurt. And he gets beat up. Like, you could see, like, he's beat up during the movie. And, it's like, it's taking a toll on him. But in this one, he just gets tired. Yeah, there's hundreds of people shooting at him. <laughs> and he doesn't get shot once. He In this one, he gets tired of killing everybody. Yeah, because he's, like, I'm 55 now. Like, <laughs> fucking exhausted. Like, stop shooting me already. <laughs> so there's lots and lots of gun scenes. Yeah. And it's all and in the middle of the movie, they're like, All right, this has no end. So we have to figure out how this ends. So they're like, you know what, instead of just killing every single person, we're gonna challenge a duel to the head uh French guy and because of the rules, like you have to fight him and then this ends that way. Because you need you need some end goal. Because at the middle of the movie, there's just you don't see any end in sight. Like he's right. just gonna shoot everybody. Right. Like there's gonna be no one left in the world besides no. John Wick. John Wick. Um, and there's some other characters who come in and out of the movie. I wasn't really impressed with any other of the real characters. They're in it to fight a bunch of times, and then they're gone. Um, but fast forwarded to the to near the end, and the French guy gives his duel uh, to someone else. Like, right. Like, the, he, he gets somebody to represent him in the in the duel. Because he's a puss. Because he's a fucking... He's like, I can't fucking get John Wick. I'm not going to kill John yeah. Wick. I'm a bitch. I'm a fancy guy. <laughs> I don't do that. I'm fancy. He is the representation of, of overpowered people that want to use pawns to do their dirty work. And that's exactly what he is, and that's exactly what he does. And, yeah, he dangles people's freedoms over their head. And like, oh, you do this, I'll stop bothering you. Which right. we know it never ends that way because they're always going to get bothered again. Of course. That's what happened with John Wick and John Wick too. Yeah. So, um, essentially what happens is is one of John Wick's very good friends that comes in to, th- that they bring in to kill him. And, like you mentioned, while he's wiggling in, in, in front of John Wick's hand, uh, head, a friend's head, so that he goes kill John Wick is his daughter. He's played by Danny Yang, who, if you've seen Star Wars um, Rogue One, he's the blind monk, and now he plays a blind assassin. Yeah, he did so well. They're like, fuck it, <laughs> keeping that keeping that narrative. <laughs> and <clears throat> Danny Yang, who also plays Ip Man and all of these other movies, is a very good martial artist. He's incredible. He's also pretty old. Let me see. Because now we're prepared, people. I can't prepare. Yeah, we have a website up and everything. Jeez. We don't know it off the top of our head, but... No, but we got We're not here. that prepared. Well, I mean, <clears throat> I don't have his age here, so I guess I'm not that prepared. But, so going up to the duel, 
uh, there's like 200 something stairs that Mr. Wick has to climb uh, after he's been fighting everyone in the world. So he's tired um, and he has to get there by 6.03, which is like five minutes away or something like that. Right. So he's going up the stairs and then all these people come out of the woodwork. And it's really cool to like, see him fighting as he's going up the stairs and getting beat up and killing people and shooting people. And he gets all the way to the top and then like the assistant bad guy knocks him all the way to the bottom. And like he just like falls like you watch for like, ten minutes for, like him every stair he's like boom <laughs> boom 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 it's ten minutes of falling <laughs> and, and look again what happens in these movies in all of the John Wick movies is the guy that made him that's making this movie is a stunt stunt man and he brings all of his stunt buddies and I'm quite sure that all they do is talk to each other about all right what we're gonna do here. And then he lets them go crazy, and then he never stops. That's why the scenes, like the, the actual like, scenes, are that's like... That's why it's 10 minutes of story, but the movie's <laughs> fucking three hours. <laughs> it's just motherfuckers just shooting at each other and trying to fight each other with guns. Um, I think that, uh, well, then um, moving forward towards... Um, also, I got I to gotta make a parenthesis. Right before the staircase scene... Uh, he's in like he's running, and now they're doing like the like the uh, what's that movie called with the gang, the New York gang that's trying to get the Warriors. Now they're doing the Warriors where they have like a radio DJ trying to say like, "Oh, oh yeah, he's in that." He's in. I didn't like that. And then she, like she's letting everybody know where John Wick is, and they go to the to the they're in Rome, so they go to that big. Um, they're in France. They're they're in France. Sorry. <laughs> You're right, and they go to the big, uh, um, the big circle. The I, big I, circle. I forgot, the name I forgot of it. what it's It's got the big arch in the middle. You right. know what it is? The arc, arc de triumph, the arc, the arc of of triumph, the Roman arc, and then they're going around this. Thing. They're just shooting each other. What like a hundred cars are running around them? Yeah, it's a cool scene. Cool scene, and then from there they go to this this building, this abandoned building. Because John Wick now runs into a building, mm-hmm. and now he's shooting everybody. And some of the bad guys that are coming to kill him. Have this, uh, they have these uh, explosive bullets. Oh yeah! And then every time he shoots somebody, it's like firecrackers going off on somebody's chest. And you think, you know, real estate right outside that that famous circle would be uh, all taken, but no, this this nah, is up. This is. I mean, maybe after this podcast, we go over there and we'll see what the rent is. <laughs> and. All of these things are cool, but it's like, look, and I, I have to say that action-wise, it's a greatest hits movie, right? Yeah. They do all of the greatest hits from all three of the previous movies. Mm-hmm. Like, all of the scenes that you know were cool. John Wick in a fucking building fighting 10 guys, great. John Wick in a building fighting 40 guys, great. John Wick falling from a building and not dying, great. Mm-hmm. John Wick fighting the guy. Oh, by the way, to get back into, to get back in, to get into the, sh- into the, into the duel, Mm-hmm. He has to have a family represent him, so he has to go back all the way to Germany to get represented back into his family. Mm-hmm. And when he goes to Germany, they tell him, "If you want to be in this family, you gotta kill the guy that killed my father." They try to kill my father. Try to kill my father. <laughs> and he goes to f- fight this guy that looks just like the penguin. It's a big... Yeah, he does en- look a lot like the penguin. It's an enormous dude. And it's, it's a lot of the, the, the action scenes where he's hand fighting instead of fighting with guns. So it is a greatest hits movie, which I appreciate it. 
I don't know why it's two hours. This movie should have been no, an hour. No, it's not two hours. It's two hours and like 40 minutes. This movie should have never been this fucking long. No. It's, it, and it all is. It's these action scenes that go on and on and on. It almost felt like uh, a Saturday Night Live skit. You know, like, it's funny for like two minutes, but the skit lasts like eight minutes. Right. Like, that's kind of felt like, all right, this is cool action. I'm like, all right, I get it. He's in the circle. Cars are coming. All right, I get it. He's in the circle. Cars are coming. And the same thing with the stairs. I'm like, all right, he's going upstairs. And then they knocked him all the way to the bottom, and he's got to do it all over again. And he's like, all right, now he's going to fight all these guys again and go all the way up the stairs. Because you know he's making it to the duel. Right. Because if you don't make the duel, you automatically get executed. Right. So you know he's going to get it to the duel. So all this action and all this non-story all leads to the grand finale of the duel, which is him versus Kane, who's the, the blind friend. Right, and Kane is fighting for his daughter. John Wick is fighting for his freedom and retirement to get out of the under the table, and they go back and forth. They have to shoot each other. They're the duel, so they go thirty paces and shoot, doing twenty paces and shoot, and they kind of trick him because on the last shot, John Wick gets shot in the stomach and he's on the ground. And then the French guy is like, I'll take over off. I'm here. I do have terrible yeah. French accents. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was horrible. That, I didn't even know what that I, That wasn't French. I'm sorry to everybody that had to listen to, all to our, that. our all our French uh, listeners yeah. in San Diego. I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh, that guy plays the Marquis. So the Marquis is like, I, I, claim the, the, I claim the right to finish him off mm-hmm. with the last bullet. And when he comes over to shoot John Wick in the face, they were like, oh, wait, John Wick didn't shoot his last shot yet. <laughs> and then, bam, French guy's dead. So, speaking of bam, and how many people fucking got killed in this movie? And he's the only guy who only took one shot. Speaking of bam and every people that got, every people got shot in this movie, I so fucking many people got shot in this movie. Everyone. Everyone in the movie is dead except for John Wick and Kane. <laughs> and Winston. And Winston and then the the guy who organized it. Like Yeah. The, it it was a little bit shocking before we finish up on the on the story. It was a little bit shocking to see Sharon be killed, who's placed by Lance Reddick, who actually died the day of the premiere. That was that was like a little eerie. And right. happened like re- right in the beginning. Like it happened like in the first five minutes. You're like, oh, Wow. Yeah, and then you know, like, and uh, it was very nice to see that Winston, uh, the Ian McShane character, is is how remorseful he is for his friend's death and that fact that he feels that he should have died and not and not Sharon, but mm-hmm. or Sharon, I should say Sharon. Yeah, but what the fuck, man? That was so creepy. Yeah, that, that was a bit. Uh... I wouldn't say disturbing, but a bit eerie. I think eerie is the best eerie word. Eerie is the best it. word because it, it wasn't intentional. It just happened to yeah, go out that way. Yeah, just coincidence. Right. right. So, uh, but anyways, um, and now here comes the end. This guy, John Wick, is shot in the face by this guy. No, no John Wick shoots. He's shot in the arm, he's shot in the shoulder, and he's shot in the stomach. In the stomach. And then he shoots the, the Marquis. Yeah, in the face. I, you, right. all, you assume it's the face. You never really get a good shot of it. But he dies instantly. Instantly. And then... Here comes the scene where John Wick gets up. Everybody's like, "Well, all the businesses are concluded. John Wick, you're free. Winston, you're you're, you get your hotel back. You get your hotel back. Mister Kane, nobody's coming after your daughter. You're free. Good night, everybody." And John Wick steps down the steps. This tells Winston, "Please take me home." And Winston says, "Of course, Jonathan." And then he walks 
into into the steps, sits down, takes off his wife, and big fucking surprise, fucking dies. He did. And they, they, it was a nice foreshadowing earlier. Um, when they were going to the duel, him, Winston, and what's his name? Um, Kane? Not Kane. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. What's his name? Oh, uh, uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character. The Bowery King? Yeah. They're in a boat. And they were all talking about what they want in their tombstones. And when John Wick gets up, he's like, I want loving husband. So you know. He's going to die. It's going to be a tombstone with the word loving husband on it. Because right. Why else would he say that? Right. Um, so big surprise ending. There's a tombstone that says loving husband and he's dead. So I was under the impression. And forgive me for being this stupid. But when I, while I was while I was watching the movie, my first thought was. Oh, he's gonna place. He's gonna replace Charon at, at staying in the front of the hotel, and being the concierge. But really, what all four of these movies have been about from the get-go is that John Wick cannot stop. No. As long as he's alive, he's a problem, and he's a problem to himself, and he's somebody's problem. Yeah, he's got enemies uh, around the world, and he's somebody's problem, or he is his own problem. Yeah. Constantly, and you got to think, no matter if they're free from under the table or whatnot, he's caused like he's killed so many people. He has to have so many enemies. I, it's just it's nuts that right. Like even if he's not somebody that has to do with this world or whatever, and once you're out of this world, if somebody puts a fucking contract on you because you're famous, yeah, then you know, and they want to be the one. Oh, I'm the one who killed John Wick. Right, and so I, it, it is. It just from the first movie, which I didn't realize until this last movie. After it ended, I was like, "Oh man, he should have been the thing." And I was like, "No, this makes all of the sense in the world," because he gets told in the second movie when the guy, when the the dude that forced him back into into shooting, mm-hmm. into into killing his sister to get onto the table, because he owned he owed that guy a favor, a blood favor, right? Mm-hmm. And that guy tells him, "John, this is what you are." What? There is no... You cannot disconnect from being this thing. Because you're not a person. You're this thing. Yeah. You just kill people. You're a machine. You've been built for this. Right. And you just can't get out and of it. And he doesn't know anything of the life. He's not like John Wick's going to be like mowing his lawn <laughs> and like going to the supermarket for milk. Like, because what's going to happen? Somebody's going to take the milk, the last milk? Yeah. Bam. Bam. Dead. You're dead. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Damn it. Now I have to kill everyone here in the supermarket. <laughs> Because they're all going to fight him. Yeah. And they're all fantastic <laughs> fighters. Yeah. <laughs> so it does make perfect sense to kill him off. It does make perfect sense to end the, end the, the whole saga how it needs to end. Yeah, it has to, it has to end with him dying. Because if not, we've got to do this all over again. Right. And I was listening, I re-listened to our podcast of John Wick's 1 through 3. Mm-hmm. Because all of this, by the way, is kind of like one story. It kind of takes place in like, it happens like within a month. Yeah, the the all four movies, and so or maybe a year. Yeah, it's not long. But from the first to the second movie, there's a four day difference, and from the second to the third movie, and that takes about you know like a week to happen. And this from the second to the third movie, is about five day. No, it's the same day because that continues on the during the same day, mm-hmm. and that takes about two weeks to happen. So figure that was like two months there in the first three movies. And yeah. give this a gap of like a month or two in between because he's completely healed by the time he comes back. Yeah. And so for this, when we did, when we did the last three, 
-hmm. we both said at the end of of our 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 um, podcast, which you should go listen to right now. Right now, uh, we did said at the end of the podcast that he has to die by the next one, and I think I didn't understand how how right that was at the end of the of number three. It's just that's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, it's the only it's the only way uh, the story could possibly end. Uh, like I said, he's not going to be a regular guy and live a normal life. Uh, he's he's not he's not that guy. Um, so it ends like it's supposed to end, which I guess kind of in a weird way almost makes the the seven hour movie feel good. Like at least it's like closure. Like all right. Like, mm-hmm. this was for a purpose. It's not like John Wick is just walking down the stairs and into the, you know, the good night. And you know, it's like, all right, what's the next stupid adventure? He's yeah, right. What, when's part five when somebody's going to come get it? Yeah. So right. this actually closes the book almost. And so you get you get the closure of the John Wick saga ending. Um, but the movie, it, it's too long. It's the, too the long. The fight scenes go on too long. Yeah. Um. The story is, like I said, it, it's it's a half a page at best. Right. Um, and again, it's somebody going off. It, it it's just it's just stuntmen saying, "This is the stunts we want to do," and the director saying, "Yeah, let, let's yeah, do all of this." Yeah. <laughs> Here's the long, long version. We'll we'll cut it down in post, and they never cut it down. <laughs> um. The uh, the new characters that get introduced, the Marquise, who is a, a, a pompous piece of shit, and you hate from the get go. Yeah, and you kind of glad that he gets got, but you kind of know that he's gonna get got because he's going against against. Yeah, Jones. and he's a piece of garbage. Like you know, like pieces of garbage always get their their comeuppance at the end. But what what an interesting story this would have been if he wouldn't have died, huh? Yeah, but I don't know how you would get there. Yeah, well, the Kane kills John Wick, and then he's like. That's it. I win, and then he kills Winston, and then you're like, "What the fuck kind of ending was this?" Yeah, I guess, but he's such a piece of shit. You know, he wouldn't have honored the agreement he gave with Kane, and then Kane was just gonna kill them. Yeah, <laughs> like then, someone's killing them. Yes, and then uh, the Japanese guy's daughter kills Kane. Yeah, yeah, you know. And now we have a new movie, exactly the same as the old movie, except they take out John Wick and they put the girl. Which is almost exactly what Star Wars does. <laughs> that that guy. Speaking of guys that replaced John Wick, there's a guy in it that keeps saying my name is nobody, which I think is a homage to the movie My Name Is Nobody from uh, Sergio Leone. But um, I wonder if you think because now they're gonna rebuild the hotel. And now you have these other assassins in the world that you got introduced to, but never didn't really dove into too much, right? Like the Japanese, the the daughter of the Japanese dude. Like a spinoff, you mean? Yeah, because they're supposed to be. They keep talking and talking and talking about this Continental show. But they never, where's the Continental show? Yeah, it would have to be a show and not a movie, I think. I think it would have to be like, like a, you know, a couple episodes. A Netflix or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. or something like that. Um where you kind of see each person. Because you can't do John Wick without John Wick. You can't. Um, it just, it's not the same. But I think if you did it on a smaller screen where people can stream it as they as they want, that might work. Uh, as a movie, I don't know if it works as a movie. No, and it wouldn't be. It would be a, it would be a TV series. But do you think it's the two of them? Because at the... So what, the other thing that happens is that this girl, Akira, 
And I almost want to refuse saying her name because Akira is a men's name. Uh, and then, not that there's anything wrong with that, but I'm quite sure that the writers of this movie didn't do that for equality of sexes or or non-binary gender thing. They only did it because it sounds like Akira. They probably like the movie Akira, and they want to name somebody Akira, so they just named the girl Akira. Akira, Akira. <laughs> but <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? Like I don't think these guys are all into the into the. Oh yeah, I like we we respect LGBTQ. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I, I I don't. I I don't think unless you like. I have no idea that. I assume well, I since know. it ended in a, which is right from you know Italian and Spanish and French words, that, that it's a female right, word. Right, but, but Akira is a man's name. So but, I, I didn't even pick up on that. So I. So and, I and by really the way, she's like a, she's like the actress that plays this character. She's like a singer. And she was a badass. She was. She, she kicks some ass. She kicks some ass, but. When when Cain kills her father, Cain tells her, much like in much like in um, um, Kill Bill Volume Two, I'll be waiting for you. Yeah, and she realizes he knows that she's coming, and she knows that she's gonna come for him, and she tells John Wick, either you kill him or I kill him. So after the credits, uh, the the last shot of the movie is him going to talk to his daughter because now he feels like he's free. And he's coming over to talk to his daughter, and you see somebody walking walking towards him, and you know what's coming, and it's just this Akira girl pulls out a knife, Whoosh. and they cut off. It goes to black. Bah! Cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? Did you get to see all of that? I didn't. I didn't know that had happened. Oh shit! Because <laughs> usually when there's a after edit, after credit scene, they leave the lights down. Yeah. But in my theater, they turn the lights on, so oh, I was shit. like, oh, it must be over. So we got up and left. Nah, there was. A, I know. I noticed you weren't mentioning it, so I was like, "Uh oh." Nah, I didn't see it. But they, she just takes out the knife, and they cut, cut to black. So I am quite sure what's coming is that Danny Yen. This is what my assumption is. I don't know shit from shit. Shit from shit. But oh, that's shit. I don't know. It might be shit. <laughs> I. I'm assuming what the new show is going to be is Winston is going to reinstate the New York Continental. Yeah, I think it has to start there. And Danny Yen is coming back to, like, get asylum there so that he won't kill her. And he's going to teach her how to be a better assassin. Mm -hmm. So he has to live in the hotel, too. And he's never going to see his daughter. So that's his drama, right? His drama is he wants to leave and see his daughter. Meanwhile... He took the daughter that he shouldn't have in this Akira girl, an assassin daughter, which is what he is. Mm -hmm. Somebody takes after him. And then they spend the whole show in a love-hate relationship where she's like, I'm going to kill you as soon as you get out of here. And I realize that he's becoming her surrogate father. And there, I just made the show. I just made the show show for you. Welcome. You're welcome. It's going to be hard because there's so little story. Like... I can watch one movie of John Wick beating the shit out of somebody for, for for two and a half hours. I don't know if I could tune in every week for an hour or, you know, whatever yeah. it is. And just seeing, like, the story progress two minutes and then 58 minutes of them just fighting. Like, yeah. all right, here's another episode of them just fighting. Like, a TV series, you have he to... Needs substance. Yeah, it's got to move the story along. You got to... And as a movie that comes out once every three years, fine. You go, oh, yeah, John Wick, I want to see him kick ass again. 
as a series. I don't know if that works as a series. So I suppose that the series is going to be, that's why I'm giving you this kind of like background story because I feel like between the two of them and the guy with no name, I think that between those three characters, there's going to be more to develop about the world, more to develop about the, the what goes be what what happens behind the scenes, or it would have to because that, that's the only way it works. But it's, I don't know it's that it's got to be story driven, yeah. which is not John Wick. It's not John. John Wick is is violence porn. So I don't know. I don't know how that works. I guess we'll see if it happens. But I don't. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Um. So, uh, Matt. Yes, Mister Toe. Uh. I think we're at a point where we got to talk about uh, your least favorite parts of the movie, your favorite parts of the movie. All right. Well, I already mentioned like the stair part. I think is my favorite move, my favorite part of the movie, because um, it's just a cool scene, uh, the action, and then throwing that back of the stairs was kind of like humorous, like to see him watch it like fall on every single stair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on the side note, it was also like. All right, he's almost at the duels. This has got to be coming to an end now. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. Uh, my least favorite? I don't know if I have a particular scene that's my least favorite. I think my least favorite part of the movie is just how each scene dragged on. Like, if each mm. fight scene was two or three minutes less, mm-hmm. I think I would enjoy it a little more. Because I liked every scene. It was just right. you got tired after a while. Like, right, all right, right, I get right. it. Move on. <laughs> I I think that I think that... I really my least favorite part was him fighting the giant dude in the club. I think that that that's the one where I felt like if you take that entire chunk out, I'm good. Yeah, it wasn't. It didn't really evolve the story all so much. Like you knew what the end result was going to be, right? Because he had to get his family permission, right? So you know he's going to kill this guy, right? So and he was like forty fucking minutes. Yeah, it's another thing. It just went too long, like. But I think that if you take that out, this movie works a little quicker. Mm-hmm. And and well, definitely because you take forty fucking minutes out of the movie. Yeah, but and and it also kind of kind of makes it just this just quote unquote story wise makes it more smooth, right? More smooth. And then you know, you bring up a big point. Well, that scene doesn't make any sense. No, because he's such a big guy, but he's afraid. But then he's not afraid. Like he's afraid. He's running away from John Wick through the club. And then he's, uh, okay, now I'm going to attack John Wick. And then he runs away again, and then he attacks him again. Like, it just, it didn't, was he afraid or was he not afraid? Well, I think he was afraid, but he's still, he's a, he's a, he's still a, mur- a killer, so he will fight for his life. I guess, I, I don't know. It, to me, it didn't, it didn't ring true that he'd be so afraid that he's running through the club. And then... All right, let's just fight now. Like, yeah, and I, I also think that I think they he, needed a new scene. They're like, we want to get all these people involved because they were all dancing, like, uh, right, all right. in sync and everything. I think it was just a cool background to have another fight. Right, 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 right. So I, I think that that's the one part where I had the biggest fucking problem with was the whole scene because again, once again, it's also useless. Yeah, it, it really doesn't do you, much. You could have solved this with some dialogue where John Wick says. The, the the regime that we're under needs to change. The marquee is not the problem. The problem is the regime that we work under. Mm-hmm. So you need to allow me to to kill this guy so we can put a new world order yeah. in place. This could have ended at the pool at the poker table. This didn't need to evolve into the club into. Right. But even that, even like I don't think he needed to go kill a guy. I think that he should have talked to his family and say we need a new world order. We need to change the people at the table. Yeah, but it's not about that. It's not about 
Well, it's not about change. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, I it's think it's about that, fighting. Yeah, you're right. Which I get. Right. If you want to move to the next fight scene, move to the next fight scene. But you didn't need to drag it out for something you exactly like. You knew what the end was going to be. Right. Right. Even even like the the tension of him making it or not making it to the duel was a little bit more intense because whenever you thought he was gonna make it, something threw him back, mm-hmm. and he had so little time. And it was such a fucking climb that you were like, I don't know if he can make this shit. Like, I just didn't know if he could make it. Mm. So, I, you know, like, I just feel like, I felt like, oh, man, maybe everybody's going to die at the table. But then when when uh, um, Kane came to, to help him, and then he got involved, and then they both went up the stairs, it was just like, all right. So, you know, I mean, it's cool to see that Kane is in it and all that. You can kind of, if you were thinking about it very hard, but you kind of so numb from all the fucking action and all that shit mm-hmm. that you're not really thinking about it, but you could have seen how exactly this was going to end with him shooting the Marquis in that way. Oh, yeah, it was pretty predictable. Yeah, but I just feel like I was so numb from all the shooting that I was just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, I was kind of like, at the end, it was like, all right, I'm ready to be over, like, I'm open to it. Just, just yeah, well, show me what's going to happen. Whatever it's going to be. I need this to end. <laughs> um, so what was your favorite scene? Uh, I think, hmm, I was, I really liked the first set of of action in the Japanese hotel um, with the nunchucks and all that. That shit was funny as hell. Well, he was nunchucking everybody. That, and was, I, that was a great scene. In the and I was very up energetic because it's like the first 60, 68 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was way too long, but so it was fun. I was, well, I was still awake, and I was like, all right, this is great. But then, you know, like, as he dragged on, I do, I have to say, the opening sequence when he's on the horse riding behind these guys and shooting them to death, right, mm-hmm. was a great sequence, by the way. I loved it. Again, took too long. But I really liked the length of the sequence. As an editor, I just appreciated all of it, the okay. pacing, all of it. But don't you think they missed the opportunity to put him on a white horse? Because behold, a pale horse and the man that I saw riding him was death. What a great place to put him on a white horse I guess, of a but black I think horse. He was all black. So his horse was black. And the people oh, he so was, was shooting was so white Hold horses. on. So he's an Armani horse? That he, he's just yeah. Like, <laughs> Armani horse. The horse was Kevlar, too. You couldn't shoot the horse. You couldn't shoot him. I think I think that they missed an opportunity with the white horse, unless that was the point, to put him on a black horse, because even on a black horse, this is death. Yeah, I think, like, he was the man in black. Like, he's, he's death. He is a guy you cannot kill, but will kill you every time. Right, and it's very funny that the only person that actually killed him, the person that actually killed him, was, like, his brother. His brother in arms. I guess so. I even got the impression that the only person who could kill him was him. Like, this was a plan. And oh. he wasn't going to shoot. And he knew he was going to shoot. Because I feel like if John Wick wanted to kill him, he would have killed him. He's a fucking blind guy shooting. Yeah. There's a blind guy fucking shooting you. I think the plan was to get Marquise to stand up and do what he did. Hmm. Um while he got killed by his friend. Yeah. So he probably asked his friend to kill him. Yeah, I think it, in my in my mind, I got it that this was a plan, and they knew what, the both guys knew what they were doing. Okay. The other thing that I was going to ask you is, do you think, because at the end of the movie, when there's, a, there's the tombstone and there's that, you know, young, weak, loving husband, 
um, Winston puts his hand on the grave and he gets, he goes like, God speed my son, or whatever he says in mm. Greek. I always had the, I always had the inclination to think that Winston was his father, because he always called him Jonathan. Yeah, I got the impression went in and out a little bit. Um, also because at the end he's like, can you take me home? That's something you tell your father, right? Like, mm. or a kid tells you, like, can you please take me home now? I, I couldn't tell if it was a sign of respect or, I mean, I didn't, it could be his father. Um, maybe. Maybe. Anyways, um, here at the, at the Sixto and Matt show, we have- The a- Matt and Sixto show. <laughs> Two friends. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody! <laughs> we have a system for grading movies from one toe... Zero toes. From zero toes to is, six toes. Which is Christmas with the Campbells. Zero fucking toes. To six Actually, toes being Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> Actually, Christmas with the Campbells got the unbreakable negative 12 toes. <laughs> <laughs> it was a shoot-me-in-the-head movie. <laughs> but... Uh, how many toes are you giving John Wick? Chapter four. Chapter four. It would be. It would be. It would be nice if I can give number four four toes, but I don't think I can get there. Uh, I think I'm gonna settle on three toes. Really? Yeah. Um, like I said, it's a fun movie. The action scenes are cool. Uh, it's what you expect for a John Wick movie, but the story is lacking. Um, the scenes drag on too long, like we said. Um, and the the payoff is nice for the closure, but it really wasn't anything unexpected or crazy. No, 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 no. no. But I also think that in that sense, it kind of makes sense that he ends like it's supposed to. Yeah, it wasn't mad at the ending. It's just it was a predictable end. It wasn't anything that wowed me. I wasn't sitting. There, I see like, oh shit! It's like I was like, yeah, yeah, that's what's supposed to happen. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's you know it's a three. It's a it's a it's an average movie. Uh, it's fun. It's cool to see in the theater. I think it's better in the theater than would be watching it at home. Yeah. Um, but it's it's nothing you haven't seen before. You're not going to be shocked or surprised by anything. Uh, you're gonna enjoy the the fighting scenes, and then you're gonna go home. Um, I I have a little bit more appreciation for the movie because I've invested three movies into it. I've watched all of them as well. Seven hours of my life. I'm I'm equally invested. And I think that because I watched all three of them before I watched this one, I could follow more of the thread that they were trying to paint. Okay. You know? And it's not a six-toe movie by any means of the imagination. But I think it's a four-and-a-half toes. Four-and-a-half? And I know that's pretty high. It's pretty I, high. And, I, and it's probably more of a real four than a four-and-a-half. You know what? I'm going to change it to a real four. It's a four. Uh, a real feel four. Uh, and the reason why I think it's a four is because as a story from the first movie into this one, it closes it very nicely. It ends how it needs to end. Could it have had a more authentic, like, out of the blue or more surprising ending where John Wick actually loses? That would have been more exciting to see mm-hmm. and maybe to see the aftermath of that would have been a little bit more interesting. Excuse me, interesting. But all in all, it's not bad. I enjoyed it a lot. I was kind of ready because the last two movies have been so fucking long and my complaint has been the same. Mm-hmm. These movies don't need to be more than 
an hour and 50 minutes. Yeah. They really don't. They, they don't. But it is what it is. And I didn't hate the movie. Of course. No, I no, enjoyed no. the movie. Yeah, no, I'm it's not saying you're saying that. It's a very enjoyable movie. Uh, right. So it definitely gets my recommendation. Even if you're not a John Wick fan or even followed it as closely as Sixto and I, uh, it's a fun movie. Yeah, for you'll, sure. You'll enjoy it. For sure. But it, it is what it is. <laughs> there was a moment, there's a moment where he jumps out a window. So after the last movie where he gets thrown from like a fucking 20th floor and he survives, mm -hmm. this time, Nobody heard him. He literally threw himself out yeah. of a fucking window. It was like a three-story window, <laughs> four-story window. And and I was like, I literally put my hands up at the movie while I was laughing. Like, what the what the fuck is <laughs> happening? <laughs> he just he couldn't he couldn't be shot. Uh, it was fine. It was fine. Um, uh, yeah, there you go. So uh, uh, three and a half uh, toes. An average of three and a half toes. Yeah. It's a fun movie. Go see it. Uh, Absolutely. It gets the Matt and Sixto recommendation. Absolutely. Um, uh, even though at, at Rotten Tomatoes, which I have open here, it's 94 tomato meter from both sides, audience and and uh, and the critics, which don't agree with us. Yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> um, Something that we briefly touched upon on the last podcast the movie Megan. Yeah, I forgot that we had to we had talked about. I Megan. watched it, and if I was going to give it a rating of zero toes, whoa, 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 to six toes. Hold on, hold on. Before you say anything, should I watch it and we do a, a thing, a podcast, or you think it's not worth doing the podcast? A one. You give it a one. A one toe. So the person that told me to watch Megan told me that it was actually a comedy. It's but, not funny. It's not scary. It is not suspenseful. It takes quick, quick synopsis of Megan. Mm. It takes way too long for okay. Megan to become a thing to be okay. to, just to begin with. Okay, okay. And once Megan becomes a thing, it quickly turns to almost like a Terminator ripoff movie. Okay. Um, well, she's relentless. Well, she's relentless. All she is is protecting this little girl that she said like she was like paired with. Like this is her like a trial. Like the first Megan's supposed to be a toy that's supposed to help kids. Uh, so she's paired with this person as a trial, like a beta test, and all she does is kill everybody who tries to mess with this girl. Okay. Um, and even at the end, is like she, her body gets ripped in half, and she's like crawling, like the end of Terminator Two. Like, oh boy! So it's it's very Terminator, Terminator. ripoffish. Uh, I didn't laugh. I wasn't scared. I wasn't in suspense. I was just thinking, how much more of this movie will there be? <laughs> Wow, that's that's it's not a good movie. That's disappointing. So, uh, I don't think we should waste our time, okay, podcasting it. Um, uh, I did not watch it yet because I was waiting for us to do the podcast. If we were going to do it, well, check it out. Maybe next podcast, but at the end, you give us a little, a little, a little taste of uh, how you feel. Nope. Yeah, but yeah, what yeah, I will do, it's a waste of time. What I will do is try to talk to you about maybe. Oh, before we before uh -oh. we move before we move anywhere else, number one number before one. before four. before your John Wick was there a trailer for the other movie that they just made? What other movie? So the guys that made John Wick made a movie about a guy in Nazi Germany who finds gold. Did you oh see? yes, yes, yes. And he's like John Wick, but like in the thirties. Yes. <laughs> it looks like a ton of fun, and as long as it's not four fucking hours long, 
If it's an hour 45 to an hour 50, I'll even get to two hours. Two hours. I'll even get to two hours. 120 minutes. If it gets to two hours, and that's the movie I'm going to see from that trailer, it's called like CC or Sing Sing or something like yeah. that. Um, if it gets to one at 121 minutes, I'm out. Um, Let me see. I, is it called Sing Sing? And we briefly talked about it last time. Uh, speaking of trailers, did, did your movie have Bo is Afraid trailer with Joaquin Phoenix? No. This movie looks very everything, everywhere, all at once-esque. Huh. What's it called? Bo is Afraid with Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-mm. Don't even know what that is. Uh, it's interesting. Like I said, it looks very everything, everywhere kind of madness where he hops in and out of different consciousness um, but it's cool um, I let me see I mean let me make sure that this doesn't play out loud because sorry for that uh, Sisu that's what the movie's called S-I-S-U and it looks like John Wick in the in, in World War 2 and I am so ready for it once again as long as it's not too long yeah we'll check it out um, for our next po- our next podcasting though yes I was wondering because this movie's very soon coming into streaming if you'll be willing to do Creed 3 Creed 3 the third I haven't seen Creed 1 or 2. Fuck. But maybe. Maybe I can find some time to binge those movies. I also want to see Renfield. 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 That comes out in like two weeks. Which is the... the Renfield is in the Dracula novel. The guy... The first guy that goes to Dracula's castle and comes back and is crazy. And that is... He is the reason why uh, John Wick goes to see (laughs) Dracula. Because remember, it's... (laughs) Keanu Reeves plays him mm-hmm. in the... <laughs> so maybe we can do Reinfeld, and then maybe we could just do a tree trilogy podcast. A trilogy podcast. I also feel like we need to, at some point, I know this is a very behind the scenes inside baseball, but maybe the comments can help us out with this stuff. I also think that we have to do, because now he's retiring, a Bruce Willis, an actor spotlight on Bruce Willis, because now he can, he can never act anymore That's now. true. We should, we definitely need so we got three big podcasts plans <laughs> plans for the year twenty twenty three coming for you. It's gonna be a big year for two friends and the movies with Matt featuring Mr. No, not Toe featuring Sidekick uh, you, Sixto. You're not, I'm not your fucking sidekick. SS. <laughs> sidekick Sixto. I'm not your psychic. In any case, uh, I I feel like like uh, go watch on Wick if you want to. Uh, but no, maybe you just should go watch it. You probably should. We're commanding it. Wow, demanding it, demanding. And uh, uh, we, we, I guess, uh, thank you for listening to us. Thank you for stopping by. And San Diego. Why are you always? What are you? It's not just San Diego. But that's the most important city. It's not the most important city. Listen, San Diegans, <laughs> Sandy, San Diegans. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, you're number one. In our hearts. Um, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood today. So please watch The Wicks. Listen to the podcast. Yes. Everywhere. Uh, it's everywhere, this podcast. Everywhere. We're definitely going to talk about Rainfield. We're definitely going to talk about the Creeds. So start watching those. 
um, the Creed trilogy. I mean, it might take me a little bit to get all three, so maybe in a month or two we'll do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll definitely do a act of spot spotlight on Bruce Willis. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got a ton of movies too, so maybe that's a good summer summer thing. Yeah, 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 yeah You know, yeah, yeah. teasing the future. Next week, who knows? Who knows? Two weeks, three weeks, six months, four weeks, <laughs> seven months, seven months. <laughs> Next Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? This is why we're so good. Because you never know when we're going to hit. You never know. You. It's always a surprise. It's like John Wick. You're standing there, bam, he dead. You. But unlike John Wick, it's a surprise. <laughs> you don't know when it's happening. Or when you're going to wake up, you're going to look at your social media, and be like, oh shit! New two friends. New two friends. By the way, like yeah. we mentioned last time, yeah. is on pretty much any podcast streaming service there is. We're on all true. of them. So no more fucking excuses that you can't find us because we're everywhere. Everywhere. We're like fucking herpes. Everywhere. You know what I'm going to do? What's that? Cue the music. <laughs> Goodbye. Two friends in a movie. 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 in the movie.